Oh, bitch. So, I'm actually recording the podcast earlier in the day than I usually do. I typically, let me tell y'all something. I typically record the podcast up between 11. Okay. For a minute, when I was going so strong with the daily podcast, I was recording the podcast around like 7, 8. And then, since I've been back consistently, they've been being recorded around... 11 12 1 in the morning um i don't know if i'm gonna go back to uploading at eight or stay with the like wee hours um but right now it's about like five o'clock and i'm getting the podcast done and i'm getting the podcast done right now because i'm so excited to like just share God's blessings because today's Sunday and I got up and went to church and yesterday um I had my neighbor cash at me so I wouldn't have to go put money on my card and so I have money on the card to get to church this morning um I stayed up late practicing a song and comes to find out I practiced the wrong song the song that I practiced and learned was for next Sunday which I wasn't supposed to be in which I am now next Sunday we have in women's day and like they was doing a women's day choir but I opted to be to not be a part of the women's day um but this Sunday my pastor um included me in that so and they told me that you know the women's day choir is if you were a part of the, like, regular choir, you were in the choir, too, as long as you're a woman. I was like, uh, I wasn't, uh, I didn't know. But because my pastor told me that on Thursday, which is choir rehearsal, that she assigned me to set up the, um, the fellowship hall. So that, like, after church, after the service, we're going to have food and, you know, stuff like that. And we have a, like, fellowship hall where we eat because we don't eat in the sanctuary. If you go to church, you know about this. But whatever. But when I, before I went to church this morning, I was listening to the song. What song was I? I was listening to Hosanna. And Hosanna is just like, what does it talk about? It talks about... Let me see. Let me see what Hosanna. <laughs> no, I know what Hosanna. Um, the angels bow down at the thought of you. The darkness can light too. The breath that you pay. Okay, anyways, Hosanna is just like, really just thanking God. And pretty much all worship songs is just thanking God, right? So I was into the song, and it really didn't speak to me or anything like that in a way. But on my way to church, when I was literally just walking out of church, um, not my the pastor of my church, but a pastor of my church. So I don't know if y'all church or if you know that like churches have the pastor, the head pastor, the leader, the doctor of the church. But my church, we have other pastors within our church. So um, we have ministers, pastors, deacons, um, evangelists things of that nature and all of these people okay except for the deacons all these people are capable of preaching so the pastors the sub like they like sub pastors 
the evangelists and the ministers, all these people are capable of preaching. They have been ordained to preach and give word. So, um, Pastor Kim, who's not my pastor, my pastor name is Dr. Juanita. Um, Pastor Kim texted me this morning and she's on the choir. Like she goes to Bible study. She's in the choir. She, uh, is on the pastor's aid. Um, she like all around really just involved in the church. And so mind you, my pastor, my pastor told me to go to the choir, to join the choir about, mm, it might've been three weeks ago, but maybe four and I didn't go. So the first, the first Thursday that I was supposed to go, I didn't go because I was just too nervous. I was like just embarrassed and didn't want to go. You're right. Then the next, the following, the following, um, this is the fourth Thursday, but the following Thursday I had gotten an ear infection and I was congested and I didn't feel good. And then the week after I still was congested and I didn't go. Now the fourth Thursday I went and so during when I got to church, um, actually, no, let's back up. Before I left for church, um, Pastor Kim texted me and she was like, I'm so proud that you joined the choir, um, that God is doing great things for me. And um, she wanted to talk about the housing. So my pastor has... Um, is trying to start a transitional house for people coming home from incarceration. And she was telling me about it. And she was like, yeah, the pastor has tried it with other people. And it hasn't, like, took off. It hasn't did what it was supposed to do. Um, and I was like, I would be interested because I'm learning about housing right now. That's, like, the non the nonprofit I work for is based off housing. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. So she was texting me. She was like, yeah, after church, I want to talk to you about that. And then when I get to church, my pastor, so my pastor sits anywhere. She don't typically sit in the pulpit. She don't sit in the front. She sit anywhere in the church, wherever God tells her to sit. That's where she sits. So she didn't end up staying by me. But when I got to church, she was sitting on my row. And I was like, oh, man. And when I got there, she was like, I want to talk to you after church. Okay, pastor, what do you want to talk to? Like, my pastor makes me nervous because I, like, I really look up to her and I really, like, that is somebody who I would want to be. The prayer where she is, the, like, faithful child of God that she is, the honest God. Of, like, she, child of God she is, she's so honest. She's She don't pick and choose who to pastor to. She don't, you know, it's just real, she's real just, it comes natural because this is what she's supposed to do. This is what God called her to do. And it's just, it's not a force. It's not no fake. It's not no phony. It's just real authentic and honest. And she, my pastor grew up on a block that I currently live on. And she, my pastor, she about that life. She, she like, you know, she about that life in the natural and in the spirit. But the fact that she got God behind her and the fact that God has called her to be who she is for this church is so amazing. And I really just love her so much because she don't even realize, like, when she pastored, when she preached every Sunday that she preached, I feel like she's talking specifically to me. And the fact that I get that out of it. 
I grew up in a church and I never really understood church. Like, you know, I never, I was confused. People, pastors didn't really break down the word and would like into layman terms and to like, you know, really go and break down the words um, and translate it during the service. So, you know, I was lost in church, but her teaching, the way that she teach, the way that she distri- the, uh, demonstrates the word it makes me understanding. I love that because I finally feel like I'm getting it. And it's not homework, but the assignments that she gives to us, like, read, go to the word, the the talk to the devil. Like, you know, the little things that she tells us to do that we are supposed to do, like pray and give tithes and be a part of the church. So when she told me to join the choir... When she told me to join the choir, I I accepted it. I did, but I was so nervous. It took me a while to get to the point where I was to actually go, you know? And I'm so glad I did because I know that the choir is going to be good for me. And so I went to the, my first choir rehearsal last Thursday. And like I was saying, my pastor was saying, told me she had something to tell me after church and I was like mm, okay I really didn't know what it was gonna be um and so she was like she ended up prophesying to me during the church service and the reason why she did I'll get into a little bit but she prophesied that I was gonna run her outreach so my church has a church location in Los Angeles and we opening up a church in vegas and then we have an outreach in la which happens to be on the very block that i live on so literally four houses down or buildings because it's not a house it's a building but four houses down is the church the outreach uh building for my church and ever since knowing that i'm like oh i want to do it i want to run it i want to run it but I've been patient and I never asked because um, I would periodically ask, um, like, you know, have they, like, decided to open it back? They had closed it down due to COVID, and that was, what, three years ago? Yeah, three years ago, and they haven't opened it up since. And I was, like, asking Pastor Kim, asking Dr. Juanita, like, so, you know, what's going on with diaries? Like, I really, that's what I want to do. And I wasn't asking them to run it. I was asking them just to, like, you know uh volunteer like y'all need my services um that's where place me there like you know and so she told me she said god told me you're gonna run the outreach and you're gonna do great things and take it far past what she envisioned it oh i could have cried like i really could have cried because god gave her this vision for me monday night and he gave her that vision because I joined the choir. And I didn't join the choir until Thursday night. Um, so he had told her four days prior that because I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do, he going to bless me in the way that I want to be blessed. Because Thursday night, I was talking to my cousin, my cousin-in-law. Um, I don't really call my in-laws in-laws. I just call them my cousin. But she's my cousin's wife. And I was talking to her. I'm like... She's like, do you have a job? I'm like, um, kind of, really, not really. Um, And she like, well, my job is hiring. And her job is she works 
in the division that I want to be in, you know. And I was like, ooh, cool. But, um, and we was talking about it, and I was like, oh, well, what kind of positions they have available? And we was getting into it. She was like, well, what do you want to do? She was telling me, I was like, well, what do you do there? And she was telling me what she do and, like, what they have open. She was like, case management. I'm like, uh, I don't really want, I don't really want to do case management because I don't, like, I'm doing case management now, and I don't really like how case management is set up i want to do case management a little bit different so if i was to do case management i would have to do case management on my own under my own nonprofit or my own sector and construct it in a way that i feel is beneficial for clients the way case management is built right now i don't think is benefiting clients it benefits clients yes it does but it doesn't teach them to be independent and that's my whole thing like i want to teach you to be independent and self-sufficient so you won't be dependent on case managers. So you won't be dependent on res- all these resources. Yes, resources are helpful for people who don't know. But I want case management to be a lesson. I want it to teach you so that you set up, set yourself up to where you don't have to be back here again. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's another story. And I'm like, I really just want to do outreach. Like, my heart and my passion is outreach. If I can just build relationships with clients if I can just have like be clients friends and help them at the same time and I was like all I want to do is food and clothes but I want to do food clothes and showers and you know what my outreach currently does it does food and clothes and so the um I was just like oh my god I'm so grateful I'm so grateful that I have this opportunity because I did simply because I did what I was supposed to do now had I gone to choir rehearsal the first Thursday that I was supposed to, I don't know if I would have gotten the blessing then. It might have still came this week, but by doing what I was supposed to do, whether I went the day that I was the first day that I was supposed to, or if I went the day that I did, I still got the blessing. And God did not take my blessing away because I didn't do what I was supposed to do when I did it. As long as I got it done. He still favored me and he still great, like gave me that grace and that mercy to give me my heart desire. That is my heart desire right there is to be able to do outreach, to be able to do for people in a way that most people wouldn't or to do for people in a way that I want to. You know, like I I used to have so many passions and so many goals as a child and one of those was clothing designs like I used to love like I used to sketch clothes I used to want to be a seamstress and like really just make clothes and then like that passion was only short-lived like it was very quick that I had that passion it wasn't really a long I didn't have that passion for a long amount of time but it was something that I did enjoy like I remember having a sketchbook and art like to do my own designs and everything where is it at today I don't know I probably threw it away because it wasn't really what I wanted to do. Now, do I love clothes and fashion? I absolutely do. Um, I love styling. So to be able to put people in clothes and shoes, my focus is going to be, it's not going to um, only be on men, but my main focus is going to be on men because it. I've learned it is harder to acquire men's clothes than it is women's clothes. So I'm going to push for men's clothes mostly women's clothing are very easy to acquire for some reason um 
but clothes and shoes like with the heat y'all don't understand that homeless people don't be having shoes like they don't have nothing on their feet and the ground is so hot like they just really burning their feet so um she said i'm gonna run it and then she also appointed somebody she also appointed me two people to help me run it so she uh, appointed my cousins um my cousin's wife um which is my cousin anna um she's gonna do like the decoration and like the crafty part of it and then she appointed somebody else to be like my backup and like the finance person and stuff like that but i'm in charge can you believe that she put me in charge and i'm the youngest out of both of them and she's like you you this is for you and i'm like god thank you like i really this is what i've been waiting for i really been waiting for it and I ain't even nervous. Can you believe that? I'm not even nervous. I don't, I'm not even, like, I get nervous doing anything. I was nervous as, as hell getting up there to sing the first time in this choir. And because I practiced the wrong song, so I didn't really know the words to the song that we were singing today. The song, one of the songs that we sang today. And I just smiled, laughed my way through it, and, like got through it and now it takes the nerve off so now that i've done it once i can do it a thousand times i know that but i get nervous doing pretty much anything but that's because i wasn't supposed to in most of those situations i wasn't supposed to be there so like the job that i'm at i get nervous because i don't i'm not supposed to be there to be told i'm not really supposed to be there but this and this is not a job this is literally my me donating my time and i'm so grateful because i'm like okay god i can do it now but i need a building i need a building because i need somewhere to store the clothes and i need you know i just need a building and she like you can add whatever services you want and i'm like don't tell me that because i'm taking and run with it like and now i'm in charge of the thanksgiving like we um so the nonprofit i'm working for we they are going to do 500 meals for skid row and i've been assisting in the production of that so we already started the the production for that but now i'm in charge of the, the my church's thanksgiving meals which they pass out at our church location and at our outreach and we're also doing a, to a toy drive which we are doing at both locations as well and so now i'm like hit the ground running like and then i'm like i'm building resources so it was a purpose for me to be in the position that i am with the like with a nonprofit i'm working with it has taught me some things and it taught me how to find how to find money and how to find donations so they it's called in-kind donations so if a business has products that you need if a business has like um services that you need or if a business has um gift cards for like an auction or uh gifts you can reach out to all these businesses as a 501c3 which churches are 501c3s um and they can donate you donate to you and everything that they donate is 100 percent tax deductible so if you lead with that a lot of businesses are willing to donate the only issue is so there are so many nonprofits in la i'm just say speaking for la because that's where i work out of there's so many nonprofits based in la that it's not enough there are not enough um companies or retailers that to donate to everybody so you have to just pray about it for real 
like the, uh, the best thing you can do is pray on it god if they are able to donate to us like allow them that you know allow them the necessities allow them the surplus allow them the funds allow them whatever it is that i'm asking for allow them to have so they can be able to bless me you know and it just really put me in like the best spirit ever like i am truly grateful i can't like and so wednesday we're gonna go and look at the space because i've never been in the in the outreach center so we're gonna go look at the space we're gonna start the work to clean it up fix it up we're set to open the outreach in september we will be doing one third is either thursday or saturday she had said two different days so we're either gonna be one thursday or saturday out of the month for now if it becomes bigger than what which it will when it becomes bigger we will increase the amount of days out of the month that we host um outreach and i just i really can't oh my goodness i'm beyond over the moon with joy like not happiness not anything but with complete joy that i'm able to do this and with not only this but this with my pastor this for god this for me this for my community like i'm doing this for so many people but most of all god and i'm also doing it for my pastor it's the second person i'm doing it for and i'm just grateful to alleviate this from her and also be able to do work for her and for the people i'm doing it lastly for myself it gives me joy it gives me great happiness to do this for people but i'm last like I come last in this equation. God, my pastor, then the people. And I can't do it without none of them. So I have to be last in that. And she gave me a team. I'm not doing it by myself, which means I have to always remember you're not doing this by yourself. Don't give, don't put all this stress on yourself. You know, it is hard work, but this is what I've been working for. This is what I've been working towards. And so any anybody praying on my downfall, anybody wishing bad on me, you can keep it because my God is going to bless me whatever I my heart desire. My God is going to bless me whatever that is meant for me and whatever that I ask. So it's just because I, I this year has been a roller coaster, you know, like um, with my great grandmother passing with like just the things, the setbacks that I've had this year. And it seemed like the old friend old friend that I had she found joy in the fact that I was going through the things that I was going through because she was currently going through something and really just like so many reasons to why we not friends anymore but just the fact that it seemed like you found joy in my mishaps and my setbacks we how how I can't trust you I don't trust you so grateful I did that situation but I'm so grateful to God. God, I am whatever you want from me. Whatever your will is for me, I sh- it is my command. Your will is come my command. I give myself to you. Like I, I told God, I give myself to you. Use me in the way that you see fit. And I, this was my, this is my dr- dreams. This is my heart desire to do outreach. But it might not have been an alignment with God's plan. But God, God giving me this chance and this opportunity, He confirmed that my plans are right on track with his my plans are in line with his so i don't have to do anything i just give it to him and trust his timing and that's going everything gonna come as it should so that's why i'm so happy and that's why i'm recording the podcast this early because i couldn't wait to like just get it off my chest and tell i mean i did tell my grandmother but 
Other than that, I didn't tell nobody. I'm like, cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna soak this in. I'm gonna feel happy about it. Cause people have negative things to say, whether they think it's negative or not. Because people like to say little things like, oh, that's gonna be a lot of work, or that's gonna be harder. You sure you can handle it? I don't need you, devil, to be in my ear telling me anything because I know that I'm the right person for this job. I've been to it since I've been back in church consistently in January. And <laughs> listen, man, y'all just stay tuned because I'm going to let y'all know everything that happens with the outreach. If you are local and you want to um, benefit from the resources that we are offering, I have so many plans and ideas in mind. Like, when she was saying that I can offer any other source uh, services that I can come up with. And she was telling me, like, you know, I'm going to give y'all the foundation of how it's supposed to be ran. But this is you. This is what you're going to do. This is your. This is yours. She gave it to me. She passed me the torch. And my pastor has a background of outreach. My pastor has a background of being on skid row, serving and doing field work and doing um, case management. So I'm like, God, yeah, you right. You are right on time. Like, you know exactly what you're doing. And forgive me for ever doubting you. Forgive me for not having faith all the time. Because... I didn't feel like it was moving where as fast as it just should have, but it was because it was moving right on time. And that's my testimony. I probably would never give that testimony in church, but I'm able to give it on my podcast. And next, the next podcast tomorrow will be back to our regularly scheduled program. But I just have to tell y'all how ecstatic I am to be just working for the Lord, to be a, a member, like an active member of my church and my pastor also said today she was like great things happen for the people that join the choir of this church if you didn't notice i was like huh i joined that choir baby and something opened up but you know what i am still waiting on a couple more things to happen for me in my life um and i'm not doing any and that's the thing i'm not doing anything that i'm doing for god to receive something from him i'm doing it because i actually want to like people like pay their tithes or you know give they tithes because god is supposed to multiply your tithes right but i get my tithes because i want to because that's what i'm told to do i that's why i am happy i joined the choir when i did because yes i was supposed to do it probably three some three weeks ago but i did it because i wanted to do it and i had to do it on my own time right i had to start on my own time and just uh i'm just so happy so i'm just gonna leave i'm gonna end the podcast here because i really can't say nothing else besides i'm just so freaking happy i'm so freaking happy and god is continuously working on me god is continuously using me and i'm opening myself up to be used by him lord use me in the way you see fit wherever you whatever you want me to do i'm gonna do it i'm gonna tell you that now um man i might struggle i might lag i might delay but i'm gonna get it done god and you know that about me so god knows your heart do what you do what you told you will get what god told you do as you told and oh let me see what i actually said because i had said something on instagram i mean i said something on facebook that kind of aligns with i did what god i mean i did what i was supposed to do god did what he said he will thank you god and that's it that's the post baby i did what i was supposed to and god did what he said he said he gonna bless me trust that all right i'm gone